When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team are there to support you. For your constitutional rights to be protected, go to AmandaJGentry.com. Zen Sports, download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager in the Zen Sports app. And TrueMav Fitness, full class schedule tomorrow for TrueMav Fitness. If you've been missing out on your TrueMav time, as I have because of the wintry conditions, you can go and get one of their group fitness classes. You can go work out for free as a first time workout at TrueMavFitness.com and see what all the hype is about. Derek Henry on Bustin' with the Boys podcast. Uh, Square Up says, so sad listening to him reminisce on the 2019 and 2021 runs. You probably mean 2020 runs because 2021, he missed half of that. Um, TC says he would like Derek Henry to get that ring. Well, that's what they talked to us a lot about or what they talked amongst themselves about a lot today on Bustin' with the Boys. And you'll hear from Derek Henry here in just a second. And it is, you know, the... For me, just to kind of set the stage for all this, Mike Bra- Mike Vrabel being fired is the final nail in the coffin of Derrick Henry not coming back next year. Even if, I even think it was a slim chance to begin with if Vrabel was retained, but there is no disputing that they are shifting how they want to play, that Derrick Henry is not a part of the way that they want to play, and, uh, and the way that things... Um, are going to play out in his career and how the Titans trajectory will go from here. This is the place where we're going to see them go their separate ways. Now, nothing is definitive until such time as we go through the free agency process. And by the way, the free agency process for Derek is going to be unique. I don't think that he's going to be signed in March when, uh, when the market opens, I don't think that anybody is going to give him a multi-year deal, but Derek is singular in his talents. And also, you know, Mike Rabel may land somewhere that Derrick Henry thinks is a better position for him to succeed. And we know that Derrick Henry loves Mike Vrabel. Um, so as we kind of work our way through this thing together, we can uh, we can talk about the viability of it. Zero percent. I'm not going to give it a zero percent chance that Derrick Henry comes back, but I'd give it a. F- um, I'd probably put it at a let's let's just for the sake of a two point two for twenty two, a two point two percent chance that Derrick Henry returns in 2024. But we will discuss at length together. The question that I'm going to ask you guys, is your two rivers forward take? Square Up says he did mean the, uh, well, I don't know if it's a he or she, but says uh, did mean the 2021 uh, season when they were the number one seed and he came back healthy. Uh, Healthy is humanly possible. Corey Smith says, Buck, your percentages have been off lately, and that's fair, Corey. Uh, Listen, new information comes at your, uh, becomes available at your disposal all the time. 
And all of a sudden, between a Wednesday and a Sunday, you're 99.9999999999999% chance that Mike Rabel is going to be your head coach can change because the owner gets pissed and wants to fire the head coach. And sometimes those things come to pass. So you can always adapt for new information. And it's a long time between now and September when teams are going to have their their rosters set. But for Derrick Henry, it is... It's a pretty slim chance. I I think everybody can acknowledge that it's a pretty slim chance. As we sit here today on Tuesday, January the 16th at, what is it, 8.21 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I think a 2.2% chance is fair. And if new information becomes available that lends itself to that, then we will continue to to, uh, adjust and discuss. Um, John Pomfort says, Buck, I don't get the chance to watch often. Hope you're staying warm, bro. Got to talk. Derrick Henry, DH22 into staying. Um, I think that uh, I think that there's a lot of this that would be appealing um, for Derrick Henry just because they know how to manage him here. But you'll hear from Derrick Henry in his own words what he's prioritizing right now, and I think that that is uh, I think that that is something that you know he can answer the question better than I can, and we'll move on for there. But yes, staying warm, and we appreciate uh, everybody. Hanging out here. 0.5% chance for Will W. Moore on uh, Facebook Live. 0.5% chance Henry comes back, and I'm actually okay with it. Uh, So that's where he's at at this point. We'll discuss at length together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take uh, in the comment section uh, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. The question that we will ask you is this. Where does Derrick Henry play next year? Tennessee or the field, right? One team or or 31 other teams? Where... Uh, as Derrick Henry more likely to land Tennessee or somewhere else. We'll talk about it together right after uh, I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by two rivers Ford. Your two rivers Ford take is made possible by two rivers Ford quality American made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service is what they offer to you. Two rivers Ford goes above and beyond to make all of the car buying experience easy and turnkey. They put you in the driver's seat As the buyer, no matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers has the hookup. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So Tennessee or the field, what are we thinking next year? For Scary Harry, he is going with the field. David Holt on Facebook Live agrees. Uh, Buck, give the kid a shout out, damn it. What kid? What kid am I shouting out? Uh, Did I miss a comment? Either way. Um, Shout out to the kid that I'm supposed to shout out. My bad. (laughs) You guys comment pretty quickly. It's I don't I don't see all of them. So if I miss somebody that I'm supposed to shout out, go ahead and uh, let's call that a shout out. All right. Um, where do you think that Derrick Henry is? Mo- oh, okay. Uh, Bert was good to find the comment. Hey, Buck, can you give my son Juju a birthday shout out? He turned five today. Absolutely, we can give Juju a shout out. Happy fifth birthday, buddy. Um, tell your dad that is <laughs> this is. Uh, that you need to do something better for your birthday than making you sit here and watch a show about Derrick Henry coming back to the Titans next year. Happy birthday, Juju. Thanks for hanging out with us, bud. Um, so I think that there is uh, I think that there is a lot. Thank you, Bert, says Stephen King. Yes, they're always doing a better job than I do, Bert and Lucas together. It is what it is. And see, uh, a very happy birthday to Juju in the chat all over the place. We love to see it. Anyway, so Titans or the field? How do we feel about it? Uh, why not? The rest of the Titans are in Philly, says TC. What, are you going to send Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry to Philadelphia? Nick Sirianni technically still has his job, but, um, you know, the, the the Eagles were not able to run the football 
yesterday. They've got a better offensive line than does the Tennessee Titans. Perhaps Philadelphia, perhaps Philadelphia would be appealing to 22. But, um, you know, when Derrick Henry was asked this question about what he prioritizes, uh, he on Bustin' with the Boys, this was the answer that he gave uh, when they taped this episode last week. Like I said, I want to win the Super Bowl. I ain't done playing. I ain't even close to done playing. I still feel I can run for another 2,000, but um, that's for the future to tell. But, oh, yeah, man. Grateful. So what is, what is next for Derrick Henry? Shit. How do you feel like you're approaching this free agency outside of, like, financial security? Is it like I want to be part of a, a Super Bowl contender? Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I mean, I want to be somewhere that, I mean, whatever happens, that gives me the best shot of winning the Super Bowl. You know, the, the business side is the business side. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it has to make sense. Mm. You know, I'm just not going to, you know, just accept anything at the same time because, you know, it's a long season. We put our bodies through a lot. But at the same time, um, I definitely want to be on a roster that, you know, can go out there and put ourselves in position and be able to win games and get in the playoffs and contend for a ring. So that's Derrick Henry on Bustin' with the Boys. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, like Derrick Henry. Wherever justice demands, wherever the king demands, Amanda J. is there to protect your constitutional rights. She cannot protect you from losing Derrick Henry, but she can fight for you and your rights, for example, to be a right to be a father to your child. Amanda is very passionate about paternal rights, about father's rights, and she is there to protect you from any constitutional infringements. AmandaJGentry.com for more information wherever justice demands. So that's Derrick Henry in his own words talking about his future. Um, you know, that he's prioritizing the ability to compete. Uh, Rambo says, LOL, this proves that Henry doesn't want to be here. Well, no, it doesn't. What it proves is that Derrick Henry wants a Super Bowl more than he wants anything else. So that prioritizes his comfort level of being here. Um, that prioritizes, uh, that that exceeds a lot of different things in terms of priorities that he has. I think it's fair to assume that the Tennessee Titans are not going to contend for a Super Bowl anytime soon. Stranger things have happened, right? I don't know how far the Houston Texans are going to go from being one of the worst teams the second worst team in uh, in football to winning a division and now playing in the divisional round with C.J. Stroud. But the difference between Tennessee and Houston is that Tennessee has, uh, or excuse me, Houston has the better quarterback and a far better left tackle, right? There's, there's a lot of things trending in the right direction for Houston that Tennessee has yet to figure out. Now, Will, Will Levis could make a leap and they could get the offensive line situation right. And if, 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 but that's where the Titans are. They're, they're way further behind than a lot of these outright contenders. A draft class can make it right. A good free agency class can make it right. And perhaps we're having a different conversation come October. But right now, the Tennessee Titans are not going to be looked at as, as I mean, even contending for the division with as, with, with, with as convoluted as that uh, looks like in the AFC South right now. Leo is just here to troll me on, uh, on YouTube saying Indiana basketball looks elite this year. Yeah, they just got their asses kicked at home by Zach Eady in ways that made me very, very upset. We're not going to talk about Indiana basketball. I wish I had Amy Adams Strunk level money so I could buy the Indiana basketball program and fire everybody because I uh, am very irrational about my favorite team and they make me very sad uh, and they're a laughing stock. So anyway, now now you know how I approach my own sports fandom <laughs> when you guys get on me for not being gentle enough with yours. The, the thing about Derrick Henry 
He wants to win regardless of where he's going to play, right? So it could be here, maybe. It is more likely to be somewhere else. Derrick Henry in Tennessee or the field, I'm obviously going to pick the field, right? 31 other teams. Um, I mean, there's really not that many. There's really not that many programs or franchises that are in a worse state than the Tennessee Titans are right now. Carolina is. Chicago seems a bit directionless. Um, but other than that, you know, there are teams with worse, worse, worse records than the Titans. Arizona, I think, has a plan in place. They've set themselves up. Arizona has the ability to make a Houston-like jump in 2024. I would probably take the Cardinals situation over the Titans right now. It's it's a really um it's a really tough spot that they have to dig themselves out of, right? And we we all know this. It's it's the roster first and foremost and then we'll figure out the coach. But uh, you know, Baltimore was interested in Derrick Henry around the trade deadline. Where Mike Vrabel lands in all this, if Mike Vrabel ends up coaching in 2024, we'll see. Right now he's not even doing interviews. Derrick Henry is still a, a threat and a weapon in a variety of different ways, but uh, is he more likely to do that for another team than he is the Titans? Yeah, infinitely. I would I would think that – I would hope for Derrick's sake that he doesn't come back here just because it's the most comfortable situation, and I think, uh, I think that their prioritization uh, or his prioritization of – just that comfort level of being here and how much he loves it here. He really does. He really does love you guys. Like he loves this franchise and he loves the, uh, he loves Titans fans. He, you know, you've, you've seen uh, all the great things that he's accomplished and he's done it all in a uniform for your team. So there's, there's a very special connection there that nobody's going to take from you, but this is more likely to go the way of Eddie George, right? Where Eddie doesn't finish his career here, even though Eddie is the greatest running back to ever play for the Tennessee Titans. And, and Derek is, uh, Derek has the ability to uh, to surpass him um, in career uh, in career accomplishments, but he's not going to do it with this franchise the way that Eddie was able to do in all likelihood. Uh, Jr. says, "I hate to be that guy, but Henry won't have much of a market at his demanding price. I don't know what he's demanding, right? Uh, Jay, unless you've seen contract numbers out there that have been floated, I, did, I have to, full disclosure. I haven't heard the full lesson with the boys episode with him yet. I'm certain that he didn't throw out contract numbers out there and." Todd France, who is his agent, uh, is going to Todd. Todd France is one of the most effective agents in all of professional football, and Henry is the rare athlete that has two different agencies working for him, both CAA uh, and uh, oh, I'm blanking on the uh, on the name of the agency that France works for off the top of my head. It's I feel like Milligetta is there too. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm athletes first, athletes first, uh, and CAA both uh, manage. The Derrick Henry situation. Randall Williams says, I saw an article today saying market value of four and a half million. I would be happy if we gave him a two-year, nine million dollar contract. Um, so that's just a spot track value valuation. That's not that's not anything that's that's a hard line number, right? Now that is uh, as Jay says, uh, as Jay mentions in the chat, that is uh uh far less than top dollar for what a run, running back is making, even in this diminished market. At this point, Saquon signed for a, a 11 mil on a one-year deal, and Derrick Henry taking uh, taking six and a half million dollars less than Saquon Barkley did, having a much better career than Saquon Barkley has had to date, would be a tough thing to kind of eat. Now, Spot Track is just kind of it's like a Zillow uh, Zillow estimation or a Redfin estimation for those of you who have 
bought or been interested, bought or sold or been interested in buying or selling a house. Um, four and a half is just kind of like a Zillow, Zillow estimation for Derrick Henry right now. We'll see what the actual market bears and whether that's in March when every other big free agent signs or whether it's in July, right? As training camp uh, opens, as teams start to finalize their roster, as drafts have taken place and teams with a little bit of financial flexibility can give Derrick Henry four and a half million dollars to come in and, and kind of complete the picture of a, of a Super Bowl contender. I think that that's the most likely scenario in all of this, that Derrick Henry is out there through the summer um, and that somebody signs him uh, and that somebody signs him later in the process. Once uh, kind of like DeAndre Hopkins, right? Where Hop, you know, and Hop obviously was under contract until Arizona released him late in the process. But I think that this is more likely that this is more likely a late stage free agency signing than it will be in the first uh, rush. Terry Anderson says was uh, Henry was twelve and a half million. That's an average. That's an average figure, by the way, Terry, across his four year deal. Uh, Henry was $12.5 million a year on his last contract. Where will he go from there? Well, obviously he's going to go down. I mean, nobody's paying Derrick Henry 20, uh, or $12.5 million. Um, and that's not guaranteed, right? That's just the average annual figure of what it ended up working out. Uh, Supreme Nick says you can't get rid of Henry. They will pay him. Okay. Well, uh, again, you can, he's not on their roster. So technically he's already gone. Derrick Henry's not under contract here anymore. So he's, he's, it's not like they have to get rid of him. His contract has expired. Derrick Henry is no longer a member of the Tennessee Titans. As we sit here today, can he sign a contract to come back? Sure, but he's already out, right? So that he's already out makes it far less likely that he will come back uh, with 31 other teams out there. And we'll see who's more, most interested in his services and how much that costs. For reference, Zeke Elliott was a late signing uh, this year. Zeke is two years younger. Uh, Zeke is two years younger uh, with than Derrick Henry is right now. And Zeke obviously had a much bigger drop off at two years uh, at two years younger than Derrick Henry has at thirty years old. Uh, PC says he's still under contract until November. Well, of course that's not true because the football season will have started and Derrick Henry's contract exp- well Derrick Henry's contract expires at the start of the new league year. So we have. Uh, as BF says, March 17th, technically, uh, that is, that is correct. The start of the new league year is when those contracts expire, but his contract has expired and nothing has changed, uh, fundamentally between nothing will change fundamentally between now and two months from now, as we go through all of this, can you trade him? Says Stephen King. No, you can't trade him right now. The trade deadline uh, resets again at the start of the new league year. You can give him an extension. You could give him an extension right now. And I think that this is, uh, I think that this is something that's worth keeping an eye on. But uh, like I said, once Vrabel's out, Derek's almost uh, assured to be out. And that's kind of where we're at with this thing. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by Zen Sports. Bet on all your favorite major sports, whether that's the NFL playoffs, college football is done, but college basketball, unfortunately for me, is still rolling at a high level. You've got the NHL, the NBA, and everything in between. You can bet on when you download the Zen Sports app. Plug in that promo code ATOZTN and get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, um, 
looking at the uh, Leo says he's lost some brain cells reading some of these comments. Listen, I, it's not it's not your guys's job to track this stuff uh, for a living the way that it is my job. So that some of the comments need a little more context. It's okay, Leo. We don't have to. There are such things as bad questions, but you know we're not gonna we're not gonna beat up on people for not having the entirety of the NFL offseason calendar buttoned up. That's that's okay. Um, Elliot sucks. You can't compare it to Henry. Well, no, you literally can compare him to Henry because he's a running back. The running back market is something that Derrick Henry is getting ready to enter. Zeke Elliott's production has fallen off, but they literally play the same position, and Zeke is two years younger. Zeke signed a one-year, $3 million deal. I think it was $1.5 million guaranteed, and he produced next to nothing in a terrible New England Patriots offense. Derrick Henry produced another 1,000-yard season behind an equally terrible Titans offense. You can literally compare them. They are the same position. Uh, Of course, that's the only comparison that you have. You can compare him to Saquon. You can compare him to uh, you can compare him to Zeke. You can compare him to Dalvin Cook. You can compare him to all, literally any other running back that's on the market. Of course, you can compare all of these players to Henry. Henry has beaten the odds in ways that other players have not. To your to your credit, Zeke, uh, Christian McCaffrey really just started to pay off that second contract here in the last two years. Uh, before McCaffrey, that contract was looked at as a terrible deal. Alvin Kamara hasn't played paid dividends. Dalvin Cook, as I mentioned, the, the name, the list of names is long. And if you're banking on Derrick Henry to beat the odds again, he's a pretty good bet given that he's done it once. But at some point, the, the position, the physicality of the position catches up to everybody, Superman or not. And Derrick Henry is no different um, from that standpoint. He is different in that he has already beaten the odds. He has already exceeded the life of an average uh, of the average NFL running back. He has exceeded the life of many good uh NFL running backs. Derrick Henry is arguably the best running back. Well, I don't actually I don't even think it's an argument. Derrick Henry is the best running back of his generation, but he plays in a time where the position of running back has never been less valuable to the league as a whole. Um hell, it was not even that bout ba- it was not even that uh valuable uh, it was not even that valuable to the Titans who were able to successfully replace him in 2021 and get through a season and secure the number one overall seed without Derrick Henry. So while Derrick is awesome, 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 everything that Derrick has done is awesome, awesome, awesome. You just, you can't bank on running backs continuing. You can't literally bank on running backs continuing to beat the odds. Uh, Joe daddy and Joe mama on YouTube says, my God, this shit is unwatchable because all of all the effing commercials and shit STFU, nobody cares about the money you are trying to make. Well, yes, there are 239 people watching live across three different streaming platforms. So those 239 people who are watching live do care about what we're talking about. I care very much because I have a mortgage payment, a car payment, and uh, a couple of cats to feed. So I'm a big fan of the money. Uh, and nobody else seems to have a problem with it. So quit your bitching and moaning. You're here too watching this show. Uh, and while I don't have to read that comment or give life to that comment because it is a stupid comment because commerce is the way that all of these things work. If you are too ignorant to ignore the fact that this shit is available to you for free because of the wonderful sponsors that we have here for you. Uh, I don't do this out of the goodness of my heart. I love you all very much, but the money makes me helps me love you more. So um, you can you can go and watch some other bullshit that doesn't uh, have advertisements in it or doesn't have sponsorship elements to it. 
and it will be of a lesser quality. And that person is probably just somebody who's talking in their basement about some bullshit that doesn't matter without any qualif qualifications or whatever. I cost money. <laughs> I don't cost you guys money. I cost somebody money. So somebody's got to pay for this stuff around here. This is literally that. The, that is not, uh, well, Wednesday is when we do the dumbest thing in sports this week on the radio show. It is the dumbest comment of this evening. And again, you don't have to highlight those things except for, you know, occasionally I like to, you know, just kind of stick a thumb on some dumb people every once in a while. And that, uh, by far and away, is the most mouth-breathing comment that I've seen in here this evening. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, William Jones says of the, the last commenter, he's too broke to get YouTube premium. Well, uh, the, the beauty of this thing is that I, I am the advertisement. I do the advertisement. So YouTube premium does not, does not necessarily, uh, does not necessarily avoid those things. Anyway, <laughs> let's keep it moving. Wildcard review. Who do you, uh, who did you like? Whose performances of all the different, um, all the different head coaching candidates that, were coaching on wildcard weekend, some of whom weren't, by the way. There are four candidates who the Titans interviewed over the course of the last week and more candidates that they will interview this coming week of the coaches who were coaching on wildcard weekend. So that excludes the four that they've interviewed, right? The four that they've interviewed are Mike McDonald, the Ravens DC, the uh the uh interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, Antonio Pierce, the offensive coordinator of the Bills, or excuse me, the Giants, Mike Kafka. And the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, Brian Callahan. Those four were not coaching on wildcard weekend. Three of them were out of the postseason. One of them had the uh, number one overall seed by with Baltimore. So of the six candidates that were coaching on wildcard weekend, uh, well, actually five candidates who were coaching on wildcard weekend, a fifth that they have requested or a tenth that they have requested and not yet interviewed is the Carolina offensive coordinator, Tim Brown. Um, so he is, uh, he is also out. Actually, I don't think that's the correct name. It's Tim something. Um, I'll look that up for you guys here in just a little bit, but that was requested yesterday. He's a late add to this process. Which candidate impressed you the most from wildcard weekend? You've got just to run through them, Bobby Slowick, the Texans OC. You've got Ben Johnson, the Detroit lions, uh, OC Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator. Uh, you have uh, you have um, Brian Johnson, the Eagles offensive coordinator, and who am I missing from Super Wild Card Weekend? Um, there's one more that's escaping my memory. I'll look that up for you here in just a second. But those four and one more that I will uh, pull up for you here in just a second. Eagles, Steelers, Bills, Lions, Rams, Chiefs, Dolphins, Texans, Browns. Who else did they request that I'm leaving out here? I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> keep it moving. So let's start with those four. Um, Brian Johnson is one that I mentioned. Brian Johnson, who is mentioning Brian Johnson, ironically enough. Uh, so the, uh, the – oh, Aaron Glenn. Thank you, Yusuf. Aaron Glenn, the uh, the defensive coordinator for the Lions, also a part of that as well. Yes. Uh, too many to remember, says Justin Rubini. Well, I, d I, did have, I did have a list, and then I put the list somewhere else that I should have had in front of me while doing the primetime show, but then I was too busy uh, uh, yelling at somebody about yelling at me for advertisements. Anyway, so yes, Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator for the uh, Detroit Lions, both coordinators for the Lions have been requested to interview here. Um, so those five you can pick from. Who impressed you the most in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch? 
uh, I just saw Bert's comments about doing a read now. That would have been great comedic timing, and I screwed that all up for us, Bert. I'm sorry. That's a bad job out of me. Anyway, we will uh, actually, we'll do one now while I tell you about the great people at TrueMath Fitness. TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. They've got a full schedule for their group fitness classes back up and running. Tomorrow, TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. No workout is ever recycled or repeated. We love TrueMath not just because I work out there, but because they are in uh, that they are going to give you the best version of you in 2024. A new way to work out for the new you, TrueMavFitness.com for your first workout free. All right, so let's uh, let's keep it moving. Who performed the best out of all of the candidates that you're interviewing for your job? Slowick blocking up a good Browns defense. Okay, so who am I giving credit for that? Because they did have a good protection plan, but also they have the best left tackle in football. You don't get Laramie Tunsil when you when you hire Bobby Slowick. You don't get the best offensive line in football from Detroit when you hire Ben Johnson. You don't get Aiden Hutchinson when you hire Aaron Glenn. So you can go down the list with all these different things and say, well, there's a lot of this that comes with with precursors. Who are you taking? Um, who are you taking? And how much of a grain of salt are you applying to the way that this plays out? Now, the ones that I think that people are going to be less than impressed with, the ones that I think that we can rule out from wildcard weekend anyway, I don't think you can completely discount their resume because they had a bad showing, but the Eagles didn't have a single third down conversion. They were 0 for 9 on third down against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They scored the second fewest points of any of the 12 teams playing on wildcard weekend, nine points. Uh, and it was uh, it was really, really ugly. E- Philadelphia has some problems. Cowboys, they didn't have a plan for Romeo Dobbs, it seems, and that they looked unprepared is something that is concerning about Dan Quinn. I don't know if you put that blame more on Mike McCarthy or Dan Quinn, but Dan Quinn is one of the most popular interview requests among people who are interviewing again for head coaching jobs. Dan Quinn has done the job of head coach before. You can be a bad coordinator it does not make you a bad head coach. Just the same as you can be a good coordinator, it does not make you a good head coach, right? These things are, <clears throat> you have to parse through them. And I I still like Dan Quinn as a candidate because he's got he's done the job before. I like Antonio Pierce as a candidate because he's done the job before. Having that experience as a head coach does really, really matter, especially for a franchise like this one that just needs Need some kind of stabilizing force. Um, it's it's just all over the place right now. And um, while I understand that Dan Quinn, you know, is probably going to make you guys make a face like you smelled something bad, Dan Quinn being a head coach before uh, should should be is a credit to him, uh, even if the Cowboys' defense and their performance on Sunday night was a mark against. Anyway, um, Pierce is going to Las Vegas as Brian Johnson. If they were going to hire him, they could have done it by now, which. They're going through a uh, they're going through a whole they're going through a whole search process and they may still hire Antonio Pierce. There's a lot of people that are going to be pissed in Vegas if they don't hire Antonio Pierce. Personally, he is my uh, he is my pick, Antonio Pierce. I would like to see Antonio Pierce be the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. I don't think that's the most likely scenario right now. Um, Javon, uh, is it Giovanti uh, Williamson on uh, on Facebook Live says Vrabel didn't have any experience, right? Being a bad defensive coordinator did not make Mike Vrabel a bad head coach, right? Mike is a good head coach. He's not a great head coach, but he's a good head coach. And he'll be another head coach again. Um, 
he had experience as a coordinator, but he was not a good defensive coordinator. And he still got a job because he interviewed well, and he's a good head coach. Um, Mike McDonald has never been a head coach before, right? He's got a similar resume. It reads similarly as Mike Vrabel does. Dude's only 36, and he's risen through the ranks really, really fast. He'll be younger um, than Mike Vrabel, as is Gerard Mayo, for what it's worth. Younger than Mike Vrabel when they get their first uh, head coaching jobs. I don't know that Mike McDonald is going to be a good head coach, even though he's an exceptional coordinator, an exceptional coordinator um, in Baltimore and really has done really great things at the college and pro level as a DC. Um, Billy Jones says he wants an offensive head coach. I get that. I get a lot of people are going to, uh, are going to push for that. I just don't think that's, you know, you're going to have the only way that you can keep your offensive play caller is by hiring a head coach that calls offensive plays, right? That's the only way that you can circumvent somebody poaching your Arthur Smith or your, uh, or your Matt LaFleur, right? You, you have a head coach that calls the offensive plays, but you have no idea if Bobby Slowick as an offensive play caller is going to be capable of being a good head coach. That shouldn't preclude you from hiring, hiring him, but it's just something to keep in mind. So you can go that direction, but you can box yourself into a corner pretty quickly if instead of, you know, instead of the next Kyle Shanahan, for example, you end up with the next Kevin O'Connell, who's fine, but there's nothing really there that indicates to me that Kevin O'Connell is a great head coach, even though he's calling offensive plays, which means that they can't hire away the Minnesota Vikings offensive play caller, right? You, you, you want there's no perfect way to do this. So there's going to be some risk reward to all of it, but these are just some, some things to, uh, to keep in mind. Um, somebody asked me, where did that comment go? Somebody asked about uh, PC says, do you expect Jim Harbaugh will be wrangled for an interview in this wide net? No. In fact, that's the, the two names that we've heard that they're not going to interview are the two names who are most like Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh, uh, guys who have domineering personalities, guys who have, come to expect a certain level of control guys who are veterans uh champions in Harbaugh that both of them have better resumes than do Mike Vrabel and uh it turns out the best resumes are not good enough to get you a, even a job interview here even a zoom interview here which I think is a mistake I think they should talk to both of them I don't know how you can not at least interview Jim Harbaugh and not at least interview while the virtual interviews are still going on you can't conduct in-person interviews until January the 22nd. So why not get Bill or Jim on a Zoom call and at least talk to them, right? It's, uh, I find that pretty disappointing. I would find that pretty disappointing as a Titans fan, even if you don't want Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh. Like, I think you have to talk to them, but this is an organization uh, that is apparently not going to do that. All right. Anyway, so of, of the people who impressed me the most, I think the answer is Bobby Slowick. I think Laramie Tunsil helps everything that they're doing so, 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 so much. And there's not, Laramie Tunsil is the best and highest paid left tackle in football. And he's still underpaid because he's that great compared to the rest of his, uh, compared to the rest of his peers at his position. Right. But I think that Slowick of all the candidates probably impressed me the most this weekend to do that to the number one overall defense is uh is a really really impressive thing a really impressive thing at this point um eric alonzo says no more texans why <laughs> nobody nobody that was on bill o'brien's staff is still coaching for the houston texans i don't know what your butt heard about the texans organization 
for um tensile spending all his green on grass good i mean listen it's not legal in the state of in the state of texas but if that's what laramie tensile needs to play better i know plenty of athletes listen the vast majority of athletes smoke pot uh legally or illegally it's why the it's why the uh it's why the league's testing on marijuana has been so 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 diminished because they're cognizant of the i mean hell uh, doctors are recommending uh, marijuana for various uh, various treatment plans as opposed to the normal uh, not not to get into a different kind of discussion here but like you know if Langer Tunsil wants to spend his spend his money on pot all he has to do is go to a state where it's legal stop in the nearest med men buy a legal ounce and walk on out and smoke it as he pleases in a place that's legal but uh, you know I don't know where the I don't know if the gas masks are legal anywhere <laughs> fire Drake says weed is a performance enhancer I, I mean you know, for some people it is. That's what it is. Anyway, gone viral. We'll wrap up with that before we get into a uh, a pot talk here on the program. Uh, is there a precedent, quickly though, PC asks, is there a precedent of a sports franchise doing a 180 and rehiring the coach they just fired? Um, no. I don't think that Mike Vrabel is coming back anytime soon. Don't think so. Uh, but, you know, if they're not... The person with the third best resume out there behind Harbaugh and Belichick or Belichick and Harbaugh is Mike Rabel. And he's not even taking job interviews right now. He's just kind of, his phone's on DND uh, for the foreseeable future, it would seem. And his agent is dealing with all of that at this particular point in time. And right now the agent is recommending for him, right, let's kind of take a step back and and let this thing play out before we, uh, before we move forward. That uh, is going to let us transition to gone viral. The question that we're going to ask you is this. Speaking of Jim Harbaugh, is he overrated or underrated as a head coach in the NFL? Uh, you're going to hear from his brother, John, on that matter in one second, right after. I remind you that the primetime program is presented by the law offices, or rather the real estate offices of the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators is GaryAshton.com. Don't sell without the intel. The intel that only Gary can provide to you at GaryAshton.com. Is Jim Harbaugh underrated or overrated as a head coach? Um, he's rated fine, says Yusuf, a proven winner. Uh, Robert Calderon says, wasn't Harbaugh's caught cheating? Yes, and he still won a championship anyway. They can't take that from him. They can uh, you know, wipe it out of the record books and stuff like that, but he's still going to get the memory of being a national championship Winning coach, um, underrated. Look at the four, look at the 49ers when they went to the Super Bowl, says Puka. John Pomfret says overrated. Eric Alonzo agrees. Well, uh, his brother John is probably biased, but his brother John is also a really, really quality head coach. And his brother John won a Super Bowl against his brother Jim. So I don't know that there's many more people qualified, uh, more qualified to evaluate Jim Harbaugh than the person who has spent a ton of time around him and has straight up coached against him. And what kind of coach do you think? What would Jim bring to the NFL if he decides to make that decision to make the jump at this point in time? What kind of coach would a team be getting? Tell well, us. I mean, you know, it's the same coach that he's, he's always been. You know, it's the same person he's always been since he was a kid. You know, he's a he's a, he's a high-character, uh, uh, high-energy uh, believer. You know, he's a true believer in the things that, that go into building a team. He's one of the best team builders. He may be the best team builder in football right now. Nobody builds a team better. I mean, he he knows how to put it together, top to bottom. He knows how to include people. He knows how to make them a part of it. He knows how to empower people. Uh, he's a great football coach. He believes in football. 
you know, he believes in playing football the right way, the fundamental way. And you've seen it, Adam, with every team he's ever coached. You know, he was that kind of a player. Then he goes to San Diego and he's that kind of a coach. Then he goes to Stanford. Then he goes to San Francisco. Now Michigan, you know, that's 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 proof right there. It's not accidental that he keeps building these teams up the way that they are, right? Absolutely not. I mean, you can't fake that. You can't fake it. And that's one thing about Jim. He's true. He's real. He's 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 definitely uh, true to himself. He's honest about everything. He's 100% honest about everything. And people see that. You know, that's how you build trust. I mean, you look at the team he's got. That's a team that's built on trust. They trust one another and they love one another. It's courtesy of Adam Schefter's podcast, John Harbaugh, coach of the Ravens, talking about his brother, Jim. Rambo says, LOL, we should get Harbaugh. Listen, that would have been my top choice, but they're not even going to interview him here. Um, they can't They can't control Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh's personality is very, very similar to Mike Vrabel's. Um, Jim Harbaugh is the more accomplished coach than Mike Vrabel is. To not even interview Jim Harbaugh, again, seems stupid to me, but that's the direction that this franchise wants to go. So we'll see how it plays out for him, and we'll see where Jim Harbaugh ends up in the NFL. That's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show, fun primetime show. Uh, we'll have two more this week, obviously. Radio show tomorrow is going to be fun with Steve Weish of the NFL Network. He's going to join us and talk about Rand Carthon. Steve's background is his, started as an Atlanta Falcons. Well, he started in a variety of different places, but um, built a career in Atlanta as a great Falcons beat writer before he went to the NFL Network and uh, knows Rand Carthon very, very well from his time covering the Falcons. Uh, Fal Falcons. I meant to say Falcons while Rand Carthon was there. Too many words uh, jumbled all together. We're doing the best that we can. Anyway, the snow's getting to me. Have a great rest of your evening. Stay warm, and I'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio show at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. Band on because it sucks to lose Gentry. Uh, Trey, ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have you another know? thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it it fucking sucks.